Hey everyone, I'm Todd Wayne. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Paranomaly Podcast, your home to all things paranormal supernatural. You know, coming up on this episode of Paranomaly, we're talking to Casey Sneesh. Now, he's with Eastern Wisconsin Paranormal Investigations. In fact, I believe he owns it. Uh, they're located in Menasha, Wisconsin. The group was founded in 2021, and it's comprised of 12 team members. Now, they're actively searching for answers to paranormal activity and phenomena ever since. So grab yourself a drink and a snack, turn the lights off on the way back, find yourself a nice comfy spot, and enjoy this episode of Paranomaly. Stay with us. Casey, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. Sorry about we're having some technical difficulties, but it seems like we're okay right now. That's good. <laughs> All right. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, Like I said, we were founded in November of 2021. Um, what got me started is my own experiences, but... My now current lead investigator got me started with her old team through a public uh, investigation, and we've just been going on ever since. So, what kind of what kind of locations do you do? Do you do like residential, business, commercial? Uh, um, we haven't done any residential yet. Um, it's been mainly more businesses, just to get her um, name out there right now. Okay, so tell me a little bit about like what was your last uh, your last investigation? What did you do? Give us a a little bit of a. Um, our last investigation, we were at um, the Sheboygan State Asylum here in Wisconsin. Um, that investigation basically was just a document. Um, the spirits there, trying to help them if they needed it, that kind of thing. So what's a little bit of the history of that place, do you know? Um, I do not know. Um, my team lead knows I don't because she um, used to do tours there, so she knows more than I do. Um, I do know, um, I think there was like, I know there's a couple thousand deaths there. Um, 85 that we're aware of right now that still linger there, but as far as I know. So the place is pretty active then? Yes, it's very active. Anywhere from the tunnels up to the third floor, fourth floor actually, um, it's just more active and the whole place pretty much even in the nursing nurses quarters that's active as well so now where else are you gonna are you gonna go to um well we've been to a local theater in our area um we've been to a, a tannery in our area We've also been to a bar, brothel, a combination, 
Um, we've been to a small village. It's a Galloway type village. Um, that's pretty much it that I've been to so far. And it's only been with a year. So, I mean, we just started. So we got nine more locations. Well, um, going up this year and then more next year the following year so so what is it what exactly is it that you do for for that team that's your team correct correct yep so what is your Um, what is your function what one do you do or do you do like everything i do everything from equipment to um actually i don't really i'm not really a the owner, well, I won't, I'm the owner, but I'm not one to tell people what to do, basically. Just let them pick what equipment they want, where they want to go, and... Well, sure, but you, you, you kind of have, you have a plan, though, correct? Like, when oh, you yeah, go oh, into yeah, your, we, you have, like, this uh, ABC game plan. Yep, yep. And then we decided who we want to work with, who we, now we switch off, and then we just do our own thing trying to help clients figure out what's going on there, see if we can help anybody elsewhere and stuff like that. So, so give us a story. Like what's like your most haunted encounter? Um, our haunted, most haunted encounter would be, I mean, it all varies. I mean, the asylum was the most active location and it, it's pretty, it's pretty huge. Um, I don't know the length of it, but it's four, four wings, four floors. So it's, it's pretty massive. So, so it's also, did, did anybody get like scratched or pushed or? When I was there, um, we did not. I know we've been touched. We, you know seeing shadows, that kind of thing, voices, um, just based typical um, haunted location activity. Um, we didn't really feel negative energy there at all, so that's a plus. At least we didn't. So in, in, in that instance of investigating that place, what was the most used piece of equipment? Um, we used laser grid, we used recorders, um, different type of lighting equipment, we used SLS camera, I think that was pretty much all we used that night. Now tell me, did you have any, uh, did you have anything happen with the SLS camera? Um, surprisingly, we didn't. Um, nothing came of in view or anything like that for some reason. They may not have want to been seen. I don't know. Well, that's okay. I mean, <laughs> you know, spirits are going to come out when they come out. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's pretty much it with any location. So. Exactly. So, what what kind of plans do you have coming up for for your team? Um, we do have, we went to a theater, um, last year. We plan on going actually next month, returning to that theater. Um, and then 
There's a few more. We got a winery coming up. So what's the name uh, of the theater? Got, it is called the Grand Opera House. Nice. And that's in Wisconsin um, there? Correct. Interesting, interesting. Is there, what, what's the what's the story behind it? Um, far as we know, uh, there was one of the owners hung himself in the theater area. Um, other than that, we don't know any other information. Uh, we do know there's a female uh, spirit there as well. Um, Fires activity, we had shadows, we've had voices, noises. Um, we do know it was built on um, Civil War battle area. So, so you believe anybody? You, so, you believe that uh, Civil War ghosts are hanging out? We haven't confirmed that, but we. You can't rule it out, pretty much. Sure, absolutely. Go ahead. So, yeah, it's very active. The basement's active, pretty much the whole building. Um, It's a pretty decent-sized building, too. I think there's basement and then the main area, I think one more level, I think. But... Yeah, it's it's pretty big. So nice. Okay, so you got uh, you have that one. What else you have? Um, I was uh, at at a brothel recently. Um, it's a bar and a brothel because the bar's on the main level. The brothel's on the second level. Um, and that one's extremely extremely active. Uh, we've had footsteps. Um, you know, we haven't had apparitions there yet. Um, so what, what's what's the age of this place? Um, all I know is was built in the eighteen hundreds era. Fires, I know that's what they told us. So okay, all right. Go ahead. I'm still listening. Yeah, we we've had voices. We've had. Um, disembodied voices where we hear without the recorders. Um, we've heard footsteps. Uh, like I said, we didn't see no apparitions or anything. We've been touched. One of us even got pushed. Um, that's pretty much the activity there. Interesting, interesting. Okay, so now where else do you go? Um, we were at a tannery um, that was last year in the summertime. Um, there we've been pretty much the same thing. We've seen shadows. We've seen um, apparitions, a few. We've been touched. We've been, our hair has been pulled. Um, disembodied voices, footsteps, you name it, it was there. Um, other than that, that was about it for that place. But it sounds like it's it's highly active. Yeah, yep. And that's a three level building as well, so it's pretty decent size. 
So what do you what do you have coming up that's that's big? What's the big plans for for you and the team? And where do you want where do you see yourself like next year? Uh, next year we plan on doing. Um, like I said, we're doing a lot more locations. Um, I don't know the history of them yet. We haven't really looked into it yet. Um, but we do have quite a bit of locations that we're looking into that need our help. So it's really hard to tell. Now, um, how, how many team members do you have right now with you? Like if you was going to go on an investigation right now. Um, right now, probably be five, six, maybe eight. It just depends on when people are available. Sure. And um, when do you do most of your investigations? The weekends or during the week or? Uh, weekends. It's usually, uh, Saturday nights we do them. Saturday night. And, and you do, when you go someplace, you'll spend that entire night there, correct? Yes, we do. For, we do all night investigation. Now, who does your your uh, evidence analysis? Um, actually, we all do it. Um, we all have different stuff we look at. Um, I mean, it varies to what equipment we use. Um, sure, but I mean, even like e- 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 like EVPs, you're gonna you're gonna listen to your section, and you're gonna pass it off to another person so they can yep. listen, and then you're just gonna kind of yep. coordinate what was heard. Correct. Yeah, we do that, and then any other evidence we find, we do the same thing, um, just so that there's no contamination of who heard what, you know. Kind of thing, sure. Because you could have audio pareidolia. Yep. Yep. So, well, that's interesting. So, as far as your team advancing into the future, have, in fact, let me ask this: Have you has, have you worked with other uh, other more experienced teams? Um. Actually, we have. Uh I have quite a few teams that want to work with us, but that might not be dealt next year um, just because they're out of state. So we have to plan ahead of time to travel and stuff like that. So, Sure. So you, you're, you, you're looking at doing more, uh, more traveling. Right. Yep. It's anywhere from California to New York to Texas, just all over the United States. And, so, and are you going to go to like um, to major uh, major places like Vliskax Murder House or something like that? Yep, we plan on doing a lot of that. Um, it's basically whatever the other teams have set up, we'll be doing. So I don't know. So what's what like what's are. what's your dream investigation? If you could investigate anything, what would it be? Um, mine would actually be any type of battleship, um, big hotel, known hotels, such as, uh, Stanley Hotel, places like that. Interesting. So that would be your... That would be your main focus. It's it's because it's yep. kind of it's, it, like battleships, especially. There, there has to be a lot of of uh, encounters. Yeah, um, 
yeah, battleships are um, pretty big. Um, you really have to know the place or you're going to get lost, obviously. And usually that's most places, but um, there's some difficulties with certain areas. Some or certain buildings are different layouts and everything. So you have to watch what you're doing and well, sure. where everything is. So. Yeah, it could be a liability, you know, if you fall yep. or hurt yourself yep. or... Yep. All right. So we have to take that into consideration as well. So, well, sure. I mean, you would you would do that anywhere you went. You would you would right. make sure that that your crew is safe from harm's way. Yep. And depending on the location, um, we're doing a return to the theater, and we'll probably do probably maybe four investigators because it's big, but it's not sure, sure. No contamination type thing going on. So we just, it varies how many investigators we bring depending on the location. Sure. So you're going to, you're going to make sure that, you know, you're not stepping over each other. Correct. All right. So, so what else do you have planned um, I really think that's about it so far. Um, it just time will tell, really. Um, we don't. We just go to flow. Whoever needs us, we just go and help. And if we decide to go research and go stunt ourselves, we do. Um, normally, uh, obviously, get owners' permission to do so. But I mean, that's typical for most investigators yeah yeah you got to stay in that legal limit you know yeah no we don't do cemeteries at all um just because of that reason yeah but in in a cemetery though isn't that public truthfully it's like public i guess it's private but it's still public correct yeah and that's i don't really do cemeteries just because the contamination type thing because, you know, everybody walking around, cars go by, and it's very easy to get contamination in those places. Right. You would have to kind of find one that sits way out of the way. Correct. Interesting. So let me ask this question. Now, if somebody, let's say you're, you go to a, a business and and you're investigating it and they have paranormal activity. How do you, how do you handle that situation? Um, like, we, what, like, what do you, what do you tell the, the owner of the business? When, it, when we find out it's active or when we first start, what do you mean? Yeah, like, like, like at, at the end, when you do your reveal, after you've went through all the evidence and, and now you've got to get back yeah, to the client. Yeah, we sit down with them, we tell them what we find and then see what they, you know, think of it and if they need help getting rid of it or they don't mind having it type of thing. So who now when when you get rid of a spirit who do you call like like what do you, do you got to like a shaman or something? Uh, no, um, we really haven't had to deal with that um, at all right now. But like, what would the process be? 
would the process be like uh, sage the place? That would be our first step. And then if that don't work, then we um, research who's in the area to help out. Okay. All right. So what if, what if it's something like, if it's demonic, then you got to call like a, um, you have Demo- to get yeah. a demonologist. Yeah, we yeah. Would, yeah, we'd have to do that as well. Um, Did you have any cases like that? Uh, no, we actually don't. Um, that's a good thing. Yeah, it is a good thing. Yeah, we don't, we haven't dealt with that yet. What about spirit attachments? Have you, have you ever had one or anybody that, in your team have had a spirit attachment since, you know, you're going into these kind of active places. We've actually never experienced that either. Honest with you, we go in good intent. Well, that's good. You're, you're you're grounding yourself. Yep. And we also, our team actually goes in as um, believers, but skeptics. We try to debunk a lot of the activity. And then, of course, if we can't, then it's paranormal. But that's what we like doing is debunking uh, paranormal activity. Well, sure, because not everything that goes bump in the night is a ghost. It could be a mouse. Correct. It could be, you know, whatever. Yep, correct. Yeah, so you're more like a skeptical believer. Correct. Well, that's a good trait to have because yep. now, now yep. you, you want to believe in the plausibility of – spirits yep yeah very good very good so what else do you have going on um really that's all that is going on at the moment um do you collaborate with do you collaborate with other teams like if you need help with uh maybe you have something in a photo but you're unsure and your team's unsure so you might have another uh team that you can go to um, I have quite a few teams that I go to, even if they're out of state. I I mingle with them. I get their opinion on on stuff. We have them analyze it too, and then. Well, sure. That's that's that's, a, that's awesome because that's that's what yep. the paranormal community is all about. It's all about um, collaboration together because we're all in it for yep. the end game. Yep. No. And I like this feel because it's a lot of sister brotherhood i mean we we all connect on the same goal and we meet a lot of new people um last year i went to a convention center as a fan and met popular teams so sure i mean some of the best some of the best people that i've ever met were paranormal investigators yeah yeah so, yeah, very good. Oh, yeah. Very good. I mean, I've got, I've got myself. I've got more, a few projects that's coming up that I can't reveal at the moment because I'm not sure if it'll happen or not, and I don't want to say it and then not happen type thing. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, I understand but, that. But yeah, we've we've got quite a bit going on. So, like, what is the, um, what's the average investigation time that you do? Do you do this like, is it once a week or every couple of weeks? Um, 
it's really whenever we want to get one in to do and who needs our help and who doesn't. Um, we just pick places and go and and then if someone needs our help when we go do that as well. Um, we're out to do, um, document it basically is what we do. So you're 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 going out there, you're getting your experience with uh all these different places and what's your end goal for, for your team? Um like are you trying to get are you trying to get like like famous or are you just trying to um we're work, just, work we're on the paranormal? To, we're just focused on the paranormal and meeting new people. That's pretty much what we're about. I mean if it comes down to being famous, added bonus, but um that's not our goal. Um we just want to document help other teams, document, meet new people, make friends, stuff like that. So And that's the best reason to be in it. Yep. All right. Well, that's awesome. So tell do you want to give a shout out to some of your team members? Um uh yeah. Yeah, well, I the one I have, she's been like I said, she's been from day one. Um she had left her old team for personal reasons I can't say. Um but um She's been very helpful with me lately with everything. Now, what's what's um, her function in the team? Is she like a tech expert or anything like that? No, she she's um one of my lead investigators. She doesn't say she is, but she knows she is basically. Um, she helps me with talking to the clients and that kind of stuff, setting stuff up. Um, helping with uh pairing up with people and stuff like that and so she's like your your go-to person your right-hand girl correct correct all right and and who else is there um i have a best friend of mine she's my researcher um she does very well with that. Um, so she's doing your like um, your research on the, the history of the place and things like that. Correct. All right. Well, who who else you got there? Um, we like I said, we don't really have set roles. We just go with the flow. Who does what? And, 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 and then you let, then you all get together and collaborate on the yep, yep. on the possible evidence that you have. Yep, we choose who to watch. We don't have a monitor yet, but we'll get there. When we do, we'll have people watch that and then switch, and then you know, like other teams do. So, so you said you don't have a monitor. Is that what you said? Yeah, we. We don't have a DVR system right now. Um, okay, like you don't have the like twelve cam security system, right? Yeah, we we don't have that yet, but we will have it soon. Okay, but you, um, I mean, you do have you'll have like uh, some camcorders or something, correct? Yeah, 
Yeah, I just got a, a handheld camera not too long ago. Um, my team leads got a couple of cameras. Um, but other than that, we, we just have the basics right now. Well, there's nothing wrong with the basics. That usually is what gives you the most uh, evidence. Yep, correct. Because trust me, I've sat in a lot of places for tons of hours with a security cam system, and I've gotten more evidence with a GoPro than I got with the security footage. Yeah, we're planning on getting quite a few of those as well for our investigators. And then we don't have to have any security cameras. Um, sure, because you just you just use it as a static cam. You're just going to set it down, put it on a tripod yep. or something, so that it catches that area. Yep. No. So. So yeah, I mean, we might have them have those for like the entrances and stuff, so that we know no one's going in, no one's going out, type thing. Um, yeah, that's for a good contamination, idea. For contamination issues. Um, and for the safety of our team, we don't want intruders coming in and destroying stuff and then we get blamed for it or one of my team members get hurt because something came in or, you know. Yeah, that's a, that's a definite good idea. Yep. So. It's not only, you know, it's protecting you and the, the yep. owner of the property. Yep. Well, that's good. That's awesome. You you seem like that, uh, you know, you enjoy what you do and you got some, some good plans coming. Um, yep. Yeah. So if you was going to go, let's say you was going to go to uh, investigate a residential client, uh, what would it, what would your like steps be towards that house like if this was a house now this is a this is a person's home and they say hey casey we got something going on we want you to come check it out what what is like what is your plan we we go in as we would for um businesses more professional um try to get knowledge of the place from them first kind of thing and but wouldn't Your you want to be, wouldn't, wouldn't you want, like, you wouldn't want any answers. Like, my thing would be, I don't want no answers or I don't want anything about this property until we are completely done. That way, when we start to find things, then we, it can validate what we're doing. Do you understand um, what I'm saying? Because, like, you you wouldn't want to go into somebody's house knowing that there was someone that died. And because now you already know someone died, so you're going to be looking for these type of things. But if you go in not knowing anything, and then you start yeah, to we, find, you know what I mean? Yeah, we don't we don't go in with the knowledge first. Um, we go in, talk to them, figure out what they have, and then we do like other teams do thorough investigation and then find the research and have it collaborated with what we find. Same with what we do with our business stuff when we do that. So, yeah, that that's good. That's like the best way to do it because now you're going in, you don't know anything about the place, but as you're uncovering evidence and you're 
now looking into these things and it starts to match up, that's the best way yep. to go by it. That's that's my personal thought anyway. Yep. Yep. And our um our theater investigation we had um an EVP with I don't know if you heard of the Morse code for the military. Yeah, Morse code, yes. Like, um we've had that on our recorders at one time. And then that's when we did research and found out that was um, the Civil War era area. Oh, nice. Yes, that that was back so, in that time. Yep. So we kind of, I guess you could say history type um, evidence. Yeah, and that would make sense because they, they yep. definitely used Morse code back then. Yep. Yep. So residual type stuff we've captured there so well that's good so what now I I don't know how I want to ask this um, so I'm not going to because I don't know how to ask it <laughs> so <laughs> but uh, but yeah so you definitely have big plans coming up and uh, and you're getting yep. more team members all the time correct oh yeah we we accept well, we interview them first, and then we, as a team, choose if they are a fit or not. And then, you know, we're then they're in training, and then if they're a fit, then they come in. If they're not, then they don't. So, how, so how do you how do you train that. someone for that? I mean, is there like 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 what do you do? Like you give somebody an EVP and ask them to kind of figure out what what they hear. And then kind of match it with yours, or I'm just curious. Yeah, we we do that, and then we you know take them on an investigation with us, see how they do, how they react with our um, team members, and stuff from there. So, like, if if they would be in a basement and they would run out of there, what would happen? Um, <laughs> I'm just I'm just that, I'm just putting that uh, out there because I mean it happens. It does, and. And that's the training part. Like, you know, I've learned from different teams. Like, if you're not comfortable, then leave. I mean, exactly. not the building, but the area. Right. Because um, we're all going to experience them. something different. Yep. Yep. So, so, yeah, that's good. Because, you know, I could be sitting in a, in a damp, dark basement, and yep. you know, it doesn't bother me. But then I could go with somebody else, and they get really, really scared. So, no, I, I right, totally get right. it. Yep. And then that's just the training. We help them deal with that and then see how they go from that point on. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, you want to feel them out. You want to get them to a location. You want to, you know, yep. see see what they're about, see if they're yep. – you know how their uh their senses work yep i mean i use when i when i when i paranormal investigate i haven't for a long time but when i do it i use all all my senses right yep we we go by our senses or what our body tells us and just go from there well, that's excellent. 
So tell us again one more time. What is it that your your plans are? Because you started talking, and I think I interrupted you. Like, what is your what's the the goal for your team? Like, I know you said you wanted to do like bigger things and travel uh, different places. Like, are you going to start like in just the entire Wisconsin area? Because Wisconsin's a big state. Yeah, we we plan on branching out. Um, halfway through the state, we want to go to the western part of the state and then venture out into Minnesota, Illinois, and Michigan, and then branch out from there. So you're going to have – you would like to have more – would they all – like – Eastern Wisconsin Paranormal Investigations, they, they would all be part of that? Like Correct. a like a sub yep. like subgroups. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Very good. I like what I'm hearing. Sounds like you uh you have an idea of exactly what you want to do uh within the years coming up and you know, I think that you're gonna be you're gonna be just fine. From what you're explaining yep. and places that you wanna go, uh I think that you're going to be, you're going to really start doing pretty good. Yep. Yeah, we we've uh, we've been doing really good. I'm, I've met a lot of people over the last two years in this field, so I mean, I met a lot of. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, yeah, we. I've met a lot of teams over the United States. Um, like I said, the East Coast, the West Coast. Um, I've even met or started talking to some in the UK area, um, Canada, um, areas like that as well. So now, do you go to like Paracons? Um, like I was, Wisconsin has a Paracon, right? I think. I think so. I don't. The closest one that I know of right now is Michigan. The UP? Uh, uh, no. Um, Lower Michigan? Well, no, Upper Michigan. and yeah, UP. Okay. All right. Mid-Upper Michigan. Um, so how far are you from Upper Michigan? I was there about Three hours? Five hours? Five hours. Five okay. hours. Yeah, from that location. Um, I went there last year as a fan this year as well as a fan, but um, maybe the following year after that, maybe as a team, that's, I mean, on the table right now, so to speak. So anything can happen, really. Yeah, absolutely. And and plus you can go to those and you can learn about new equipment and, you know, heck, you can even learn about, you know, a different way to use older equipment. Yeah, we've we've learned a lot. I've learned a lot going to those paracons. So I'm meeting new people as well. And yeah, it's always good because you know in th- in this field, you know you got the people that are out there creating things and and you know they're really showing their talent. And then you have guys like us. We go in and you know we're doing the. Uh, the background research and we're we're trying to validate you know any paranormal activity you know whatever we can if we can sometimes we know we know sometimes there's there's nothing you you won't get anything 
Right. And then sometimes yep. it's nonstop action. Yep. That's why we try to go um, more than once. Like um, this theater that we're going to, that was, this is our second time going. So we want to get more evidence there. And then going to another location we went to before, same thing. Just if there's something new or not. So you never know. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be different every time you go. Yep. Well, all right. Well, you know what, Casey, you have anything else you'd like to say to the world out there? Uh, not really. <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. Well, i tell you what, it was fantastic talking with you. And I know that you're going to go places. I can, I can feel it. So... All right. Hey, I want to thank you so much for being on, and uh, I hope you have a wonderful evening. You as well. All right. Thank you, sir. Yep. Uh, Bye-bye. Bye. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. Now, that was Casey Schneech with Eastern Wisconsin Paranormal Investigations. Sounds like a great guy. You know, I think they're going to be going places. So, but here's a word of caution from from us at Paranomaly. You know, we don't verify the validity of any person, team, or its members. Okay, so we advise that you proceed with caution when contacting any person or team before allowing them into your home or business. I mean, it's just common sense. You know, a legitimate paranormal research and investigation team, they'll never charge you for a fee, neither. They do, however, accept donations. So you might want to help out with a donation or two to uh, show your appreciation. All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in with us tonight, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey, please be sure to like, subscribe, and follow. Receive notifications when new content from Paranomaly Podcast is made available. And if you believe you have something haunted, if you believe that you've seen a UFO, if you guys got some stories or questions or comments or any of that stuff, hey, send it on to paranomalypodcast at gmail.com. Hey, you can visit us at www.paranomalypodcast.com as well. Thanks again, everyone, for watching and listening wherever you are. We hope you have a wonderful evening. 